But these go to 11. I don't know what that is. It's Spinal Tap. John. It's, it's Spinal Tap. Hey, it's not an episode till you make a reference that I don't get. How have you not seen this as Spinal Tap? I don't know. It's one of the best movies. It's a rockumentary. I mean, I would assume that. Have much. you ever seen a, a Mighty? It's a Mighty Wind? Nope. Have you seen uh, Best in Show? No. All right. These I've are, seen The Doors countless times. I'm sure you have. I've seen The Last Waltz even more countless times. everyone my name is john edwards and with me is zeke baker and together we make the dad's drinking bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day say hello to the folks zeke and how are you i know i have to say both or else you just say hi you want to say hello say hello and tell everybody how you're doing i'm doing okay hello how are you i'm good how are you So I know a lot of people are going to be interested in the well or foolproof because there have only been a couple that have been released. There are private picks. I haven't seen any come out that. Yeah, I, th- I, I think, think it's going to be all private picks, right? I do not know, honestly. I mean, I've seen, I think, you know, at least three come out now. Hey, I mean, are they even going to put CYPB out this year? Lots, lots of uh, mysteries in the Weller line these days. I mean, including the obvious one of <laughs> never seeing it on a shelf. What, you've never seen the Weller line on a shelf this year? I don't think so. I have. I mean, maybe on pictures on the internet. Barrels and Brews has put out WSR. Maybe I wasn't in there that day. I don't know. I've seen it. I left it for I don't, other I don't people. necessarily look for it when I'm in the store, so if I had seen it, you know. Well, a lot of stores, when they get it, they put it right up front so everyone sees it because they know it's only going to be there for about an hour. I thought that was behind the counter, though. No, a lot of people. And then you get the wink, wink top. when you're checking out. Of, hey, I got this. You want one? Oh, I don't even get that. Nobody you just get winked at so much, nobody even notices it. I know. All the time, I get winked at. I know. It's amazing. You're winking at me right now. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about this Weller foolproof. It is fifty dollars. Is the MSRP? It's 114 proof, 57 ABV. It's non-chill filtered. As far as the number of barrels that come out or anything about this, I mean, I really think it's more limited to picks. I haven't seen a lot of other stuff besides that come out on this. And obviously the profile is going to be a little bit different for every barrel that comes out. Well, I mean, honestly, I can't imagine, presumably if it's picks only, then it's just going to be the amount of barrels that would have already been in the well or pick program. Because I can't imagine too many, if any group, would go up there for you know get samples for a pick and not take the foolproof option you know and take a 107 in its place well here's the thing i would say is is if you had the choice between foolproof and 107 that's fine that's one thing but you know a lot of times people are going to have to decide between blanton's eagle rare and weller maybe you're going to see some stores go for blanton and eagle rare because they know other stores are going to go for weller and and 107 the the weller foolproof and the the antique the 107 maybe stores you'll see take a blanton or an eagle rare because they know they can sell it out and nobody else has taken it regardless any of the three are going to sell out but to that note i would take the blanton's pick 
I would too. It's going to be the highest priced out of all of them. It's most window fire opportunity and nobody else has them. I mean, literally, I think it's it's almost catching up now from where Weller was already hid for a while. Eagle Rare picks were done. Blanton's, you, know, you couldn't really find too often, much less a pick. But you get a pick of that in there and then like maybe even put a sticker on it. Is any? Oh, no. A oh, there, there's a few out there. That's, that's where you have to get really creative. Well, that's where you need to wrap it around. The Always whole wrap it up. Remember that. Absolutely. <laughs> We're talking about safe bourbon practices here. <laughs> so, Zeke, you've been sipping on it while I've been talking. You tell me, what did you get so far? And then I'm going to sip mine and we'll talk about it. It did take a little bit to get too much of a nose out of this, honestly. I had to... Um, you know, kind of warm up the, the contents of the glass a little bit to get the aroma to pop out of there a little bit more in the Glen. Once I did do that, it took me to a, a place, soda fountain, vanilla, and cherry Coke, you know, like one G mix, you know, that kind of feeling. I also got a cream soda note out of it. And then maybe just with both of those going on, I even caught a flash of what reminded me of being a little kid and having like a root beer float, you know, at my grandma's when I was a little kid. It was all in that same space or a made vanilla cherry Coke, cream soda, root beer float. And enough people are going to have had something in that area to uh, figure out what I'm going with on that one. I do love some cherry Coke. (laughs) Palette wise. It seemed warm on the front, also seemed to be thin, didn't ever really work up into too much of a viscosity. After visiting it a couple of times with some you know, light sipping here, managed to pick up a few flashes of cherry uh, somewhere around the mid palate, but then it just really went to you know what I would just equate to malted barley and then some bits of char from the oak. It definitely wasn't aged in that kind of oak feel. It was definitely a, a more of a, a dry bitter that I would equate to just the, the char element coming off that barrel. Yeah, there was a lot of char on there, and, and I think there was a lot of leather overall on the taste profile for me. I agree with you. The nose, it was hard to get past the grains. After it finally opened up, I got some dark fruit. That was probably the most predominant thing that I got on the nose. The taste, I said, a slight burn, lots of leather, slight tingle in the front, you know, almost in the gums of my mouth, like it was a high rye spice or just a high proofer, but it's almost a little fruity when I'm having the finish of it. That fruit really, really comes through, but it's dry. It lingers medium. You know, it's good. I don't really get a whole heck of a lot on the nose. I think that's where it gets a little tough because your your taste is going to be so dependent on what you smell. I don't think it's bad. No. I, mean, I think it's a bar for me right now. It's funny, especially if you look at the adage of what's the purpose of using the wheat grain instead of the rye? To be more smooth, less heat, you know, etc. Well, guess what? On the front end of this thing, it's warm. And it, it comes off warm that as soon as it hits the tongue. It, once it hits your lips, the tongue definitely gets it. I mean, I just laughed like, well, it's definitely full of proof, but I'm not sure if they included anything else in this one. So are you buy bar or pass on this where it is right now? I would definitely be a bar. I mean, I think with, had I not had it, and obviously all the, the hoopla associated around this release for the past several months, if you see one or, or offered one at MSRP, you're not going to say no, I don't think. But if that opportunity doesn't present itself, I think I would definitely have it at a bar. You know, granted, these are 
single barrel offerings that are only on the market currently. So a small batch, if it did come out, could obviously be very different. Oh, I think it's 100% buy if you get an MSRP. If you have to go secondary, just get it at the bar. I'd, I'd make sure it was something I'd had before by whatever means. Obviously, it's not too easy to get picks from a bar, but maybe have some other picks or at least try more than one offering to see if it is uh, you know, your cup of tea, so to speak. The thing that's tough for me is that just not getting anything on the nose, I think from a tasting perspective and knowing that you're going to get the majority of your taste from your sense of smell not getting a lot on the nose just kind of set it up to you know it's a good pour you could tell there are good notes in there it's almost like you want it to be amplified and and it's not amplified right now if we could turn these up to 11 the items that are in my palette could really shine through as of right now, I don't really see it shining through. Maybe it's going to be one of those things that if it sits in the barrel longer. Or... I don't know. We both got a fair amount of char. Yeah. Char's barrel time. So So you think less? You think it's, you think it's more of a five to six year product? I mean, wheat takes longer. I mean, everyone more or less agrees on that, which you don't see too often in the, the world or especially the bourbon world. But to me, especially with the proof amped up, you know, you're talking about turning it up to 11. I mean, other than going cash strength, which I can't imagine was too many points higher, I don't know how you're going to turn it up to 11. I don't think 11, 11 is an attainable number, <laughs> theoretically speaking. So you said you wanted to take this to the next level. I mean, I don't know if I caught the next level, but, you know, we do enjoy side-by-sides and or blind tastings. And there's got to be at least some kind of a litmus test we put these new offerings through. The good folks out at... Uh, Plump Jack were, were kind enough to hook us up with their most recent OWA pick. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you so much, Josh. This one is titled The Story of the Ghost. For any of you that have seen it or uh, heard about it on the boards. It's a great fish song. The And the, the story goes it just showed up at the store one day, and they were kind enough to think, think of us and send one our way, and we certainly appreciate that. And now we'll take a a, a brief pause and, and set up a quick little blind here and, you know, at least give this foolproof some head-to-head action. So, Zeke, I have one on the left and one on the right. Do you know which one is which for me? Maybe. Maybe. I maybe know which one is which for you. Hey, back to our uh, foundations. I should mention that all the glassware that we are using on dad's drinking bourbon is brought to you by distilleryproducts.com so thank you so much distilleryproducts.com it's really what the the industry insiders use most of the distilleries that you'll go visit use distilleryproducts.com you could get a wholesale good price glasses they have glencairn they have the tua glass they have the neat glass they have flask they have decanters go ahead and check them out distilleryproducts.com but thank you so much for our glassware that we use all the time here on Dad's Trick of Bourbon. I gave you a little bit of time to nose and sniff. What are you thinking? Nose-wise, I think if I switched hands, I'm not sure I would know it. Yeah, the nose is kind of mute on both of them. But the, when I do the taste, the one on the left has a little more bolder fruit than the one on my right. Interesting. Um, maybe one of mine has a smidge more, but... I mean, it'd be pulling hairs to really say this one has the better nose or more noticeable. 
I mean, I really think, depending on how the airs. Oh, no, I'm not talking about nose. I threw out the nose. No. I can't really get a whole bunch on either one of the noses. So I had to move to taste. And it's the one on the left for me just had so much bolder fruit. And it really jumped out at me on the right. Having just tasted foolproof, Mm -hmm. I would think foolproof would be the one that's on my right. And OWA would be the one that's on my left. The OWA drinks thicker and it drinks a little more mature. Like it's an older kid on the block. I think the foolproof kind of... Facial hair? Yeah. Back hair. Oh, that's old man, not old kid. I had back hair when I was in high school. (laughs) Random segment. Friends from high school. They're at a pool party once. One guy was similar build to you. Also has a little bit of, you know, neck to backish hair. You know, it's like God just kind of looked at you and said, I'm going to make you funny looking. Well, the house they were at, kid's grandma says to the other buddy, go over and wipe that back, that damn dirt off of his back. Look at him. He's got dirt all over his back. He said, no, Nana, that ain't dirt. That's hair. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't around Nana. <laughs> She'd have cut you up pretty quick, probably. Yeah, she would have. <laughs> Not my grandmother, but you know. But I have to think the one on the left is OWA. The one on the right is the foolproof. I mean, surprisingly enough, I think what tips his hand is that singe on the entry. I don't honestly think it's a a proof-related issue. I mean, generally, if something's you know, hot and kind of eats me up, it burns throughout. You know, you feel it in your cheeks, throughout the tongue. No matter what part of the you're tasting it, you get it. And I still get a dry, leathery finish on this OWA. Or what you think is. I'm thinking it's OWA. I'm waiting for you to tell me what it is. But I just think it's so noticeable what B is. Well, we did just have it earlier, but I know we did. Ju- it's uh, cheating when you get to have it. Well, it's just, I mean, but the the same thing does stand out there. I mean, literally, such a singe at the front. I mean, it does go away. I guess more than anything, I'm just confused where that comes from. I am too. Don't look for me for answers. You can't rely on anyone but yourself for answers or for questions. Both. Well, now that I've worked through that tasting again. I will say, at least for once tonight, John, you are correct. The one on the left is the Weller, as we would think of Weller prior to Foolproof. And that's the OWA pick from Plump Jack. I think it's pretty obvious. What do you think yours are? Apparently, we were opposite from each other, which always works well. But I would say what was on my left was the the Foolproof, and what was on my right was the Plump Jack pick. Interesting. The two things, though, that really stand out, like I say, the lack of singe, but also none of that barrel char toward the back finish. And that's just always such a turnoff to me, that dry, you know, bite feel from the char. This doesn't have it. I mean, it's not a, a flavor bomb by any means, but like you said, the viscosity's there. Most of the things you're going to attribute with a good OWA pick are, are certainly all on the mix for that one. Agreed. What's your final verdict? By bar or pass, well or foolproof? Currently, I got to stick with bar. I mean, I'm sure more picks are going to come out over the course of the year, hopefully, or, you know, into next year, depending on the bottling schedule down there or up there. But for as much uh, as much hype's been leading up to it, and for what I've seen, these few picks that have come out go for on secondary boards. Yeah, I, I understand you. I feel you. I'm a bar. Moving on. I want to let you know today's show is sponsored by CashCartel.com, the largest online premium spirits marketplace. They are the Amazon of the spirits world. 
because they're connecting consumers to numerous locally licensed retailers that operate within their third-party shipping platform. So, Zeke, their whole goal is to get you to get products that are shipped right to your door. It's a convenience play. They're not going to get you the hardest stuff to find ever. They're not. We know, we know some people that do that. These are going to be people that can get you some good drinkers shipped right to your door. Remember, they're changing the industry standard. Go ahead and follow them on Instagram. Figure out why they might send you a sample. If you follow them on Instagram, castcartel.com on Instagram. What do you mix up here? Well, I was going to say, you know, I, I love the word uh, convenience. Whatever this is, I love it. It's just so, it's uh, convenience is so much softer sounding and. I don't know. I'd just soon be blunt. I mean, you and I aren't going to lie to people. <laughs> it's not convenience. We're just damn lazy. Oh, I don't like that finish. I like it's, everything but the finish. It's roughly 50-50 of the the foolproof and the, the OWA pick. But yeah, the nose screams out of this thing. Well, the reason I brought up cascartel.com is that they sent us some Blood Oath Pack 5. One, two, three, four, fifth. Oh, I was trying to decide if you got... Blood packed oath backwards. I was like, is it blood packed? Oath? No, blood oath. Well, you said that. I was like, huh? I said I blood I oath packed five. Cascartel.com sent it to us. Hashtag blood oath bourbon is on the side of their bottle. Zeke, I did share it with you. It isn't the first time I've shared something with you. I see what you're doing over there. <laughs> I honestly don't, I don't remember having hardly any blood oath releases. Do you? I mean, have you had any of them? I, I think I might have had one of the early ones, but no, I've had the <laughs> I've had the first one and that's it. Interesting nose. This is pack five. Like Johnny Five, I am alive. Yeah. I wish John was alive. I wish I was too. <laughs> one day I'll be a real boy. <laughs> you gotta put thumbtacks in your seat or something. I mean it smells okay. It smells sweet to me. Are these finished? Yes. Okay. It's a whole hodgepodge. Yeah, because it's like sweet but musty and something else going on in there. Maybe some presentation of the wood, but I can't pinpoint what exactly is going on. And I got a lot of fruit and wine on the taste. Just fruit and sweet. So is blood supposed to be involved in these? Yeah. Were we supposed to cut our hands before we tasted them? Well, we're already blood brothers, so that's not a problem. When did that happen? (laughs) Kickball years. They're a blur. I know. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zeke, what do you think about this Blood Oath? I, mean, I, I It's just intriguing. Think, I think it's got a little bit more flavor than the foolproof. Oh, I mean, it's a completely different profile. I mean, to me, this is a uh, a very dark red apple, especially like, you know, with the thick skin on them. Yeah. That's the first flavor that really comes to mind. After that, somewhere else with some dark fruits, maybe even like a date. Raisin. A long time since I've been on a date. I hear you. Uh, but no, somewhere in that space, the biggest thing I notice is what I don't get that I usually stands out in most of the wine finishes is just that dry back end that reminds you that you know it is a wine finish. I don't really get that at all. Uh, and I don't feel like it's a, a very dark red wine that's involved. I know I said like the dark red apples, but I think that's just because it's such a vibrant fruit flavor, not like that deep red wine that's just dry and parching and sorry at least to me obviously i'm not a fan of those things so are you a buy bar or a pass that's tough on the spot uh, i think i'd be bar yeah i'm with you it's not everybody's cup of tea but if you just told me i'm going to give you something that's wine finished 
I would be pleasantly surprised. I'm with you. Well, go ahead and find Cast Cartel at castcartel.com. Find distilleryproducts.com. That's where we get all of our glasses. You can find us at Dad Drinking Bourbon on Facebook, Dad Drinking Bourbon on Instagram. You can also find us at Bourbon Dad on Twitter. Join our Facebook group, Dad Drinking Bourbon. Answer a couple of questions. We'd love to have you in. Please follow us and rate us on your favorite podcast app. Leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews to the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee, or in about a month from now, at least my you know producer and PR people tell me that we're going to be at a wonderful little event called Bacon and Barrel. And somebody even asked me like, earlier today oh so what else does that entail i said i don't know i heard bacon and barrel aka bourbon and i didn't ask any more questions <laughs> what the hell else do you need in the world well there's going to be over 50 bourbon and whiskeys that you can sample there there are going to be 20 restaurants in nashville that are going to be making something that is either bacon based or pork based so basically we are going to go to the green door gourmet zeke we are going to eat lots of good stuff. We are going to drink lots of good stuff. This is sponsored by the Nashville Scene, McCormick Grillmates, Bullet, Nashville Cigar. It's all to benefit 10 Green, which is beautifying our parks, things like that in Tennessee. I will tell you that I know McCormick's Grillmates is going to make some great bacon dish that we are going to try at the event. I can tell you that I'm going to find the Martin's line real quick. I will as well. There, There's <laughs> 20 different restaurants. And when we get there early, as we should, because that's what good people do, we're going to get there early, Zeke. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Go ahead and go to baconandbarrel.com. Get your tickets. Come hang out with Zeke and I on September 27th. What better way to spend a Friday afternoon? Cheers. Ciao.